0: Yes. Cheers and welcome back, welcome back. Picture this. You're on the golf course with your friends, your favorite foursome, Saturday weekend golf, and on the first hole your friends are like, "Hey, let's make a little bet. Let's get a little uh, let's get a little coinage on the line. Let's get a little action on this." And you have a little bet, whatever that little bet is, it is what it is. You play golf and at the end you fall just a couple strokes short. You weren't where you want to be. You're not the one bringing home the cheese. In fact, you're maybe you're not in second place or third. Maybe you're in fourth place. That stinks. You want to lower your golf score. I want to lower my golf score. What you could do is go fix your nasty golf swing. You could do that. That stuff helps. Uh, I recommend working on your golf swing. That's a good thing. But the low-hanging fruit, the thing that is the easiest, fastest way to play better golf is to make better decisions to navigate your way around the golf course in a way that is better, in a way that gives you better odds at making lower golf scores. In fact, most of you can get a couple strokes off of your 18 hole score by just making better decisions. So it's low hanging fruit. My name is Tim Connor. All I do is teach golf. So that's why I'm here ranting in front of the camera to to express the things I've gotten to learn over the past decade, helping players with their game, their golf, their learning curves. Course management one-on-one. Get the golf ball closer to the hole if you don't have to incur more risk or unnecessary risk to do so. Example, if you're on a par five and you have 250, let's say 225 yards to the hole. There's no bunkers, no water, No, nothing in your way, and you can advance the golf ball with a decent amount of confidence. Advance it, rip it down there. Get it as close to the hole as you can, and whether that's 20 yards, 40 yards, right, left, whatever, all good. Get it down there, get it closer to the hole. Being closer to the hole means you're more likely to shoot a lower golf score. But where the nuance starts to come in is if there's trouble. If there's a bunker right, if there's a bunker left, if there's water right, if there's water short, Now we have to think about all these things into our equation. Is the risk worth the biscuit? Is it worth risking it for the biscuit? That's a question only you will be able to answer based on your level of confidence that day. Now, there's more to it. There's a lot more to it. So, example. Best way to keep our golf ball in the short stuff is to work it with the shape of the hole. If it's a dogleg left, ideally, we draw the golf ball and keep it over the fairway for the longest amount of time. That's kind of a high-level concept, and I wouldn't recommend trying to do that unless it's something you practice doing. Generally speaking, you're gonna be best off shooting your lowest scores by having a stock golf shot that you can trust, whether that's a draw or a fade or a relatively straight ball, a shot that you can trust that doesn't have too much curvature on it. You start curving the golf ball 15, 20, 30 yards, 40 yards. That's way too much curvature to be predictable. So we want to have a shot that's relatively straight. But from that point, that's when you start making decisions. One, build a shot you can trust. Two, use that shot to help you gain confidence, lower that golf score through better decision making. Okay, so let me take you through an example. Dog leg left par four, 360 yards. Uh, The dog leg is at... 80 yards. You could try to bomb it over the top, maybe. Well, let's take that out of play. Let's say the trees are too tall. So from there, we want to play to the yardage that makes sense for us. Could you rip driver off the tee? It depends. It depends on how confident you are in your driver. Are, will you be able to keep it in the fairway? What are, And if you don't keep it in the fairway, what is your miss, okay? These are all things I want you to think about because course management ultimately comes down to the decisions that you make and how you're hitting it that day. Golf games evolve and change day to day, so you have to take that with you into your decision-making process. Dog leg left, 360 yards, dog leg's at 80. That gives us 280 yards to the dog leg. Maybe you rip a driver and advance it as far as you can because you're confident. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not confident in your driver and you play to the yards that makes sense for you. This is another thing you need to consider. What is the thing that you're good at? Are you good from 80 to 100 yards? Are you good from 100 to 120 yards? play to that yardage. That is so key and important. Many players don't have that number that they, they're they confident from. They just haven't developed the practice or the awareness for, hey, I'm actually really good from 100 yards, so maybe I should play in favor of that instead of handing it to 50 yards and giving myself an awkward chip that I may practice less or just not be good as good at executing. All right, these are all decisions you need to make based on how you're playing that day. So much of that is, is so important. I heard Annika Sorenstam say this before where the yard, the club she's picking depends on how she's striking it that day. If she's striking it really, really well, and I'm paraphrasing, maybe she doesn't take the, the club that would get her there on a perfect shot. Maybe she takes the club underneath that and plans for some error. All right. If you're striking it perfectly that day, plan to strike it perfectly on the next shot. But if you've mishit some shots or whatever, you're just not getting it all the way to what you're used to, don't play for perfect. Don't play for perfect, and if you do hit it perfect and you go a little bit far, that's okay too. Now the part of course management that so many people goof up on is particularly in approach shots. When you get to approach shots, often, especially for the amateur golfer, we wanna play to the fat part of the green, to the wide part of the green. So if the pin is on the left side of the green and say the pin's on the left third and we have two thirds to the right, We want to aim at that right side of the green and maybe we shape the golf ball towards the hole. So the golf ball is working towards the hole. But playing to the middle of the green is often the best strategy for all of you. There's going to be some variation here. And I would say for most of us, it's going to be when we start getting to that 100 yards and in. From 100 yards and in, aiming away from the pin might not be the most sensible play, depending on your level of confidence and where you're at with your game. If you're feeling confident, if you're striking your wedge as well, then you don't want to be giving yourself so much margin for error you can tighten up that you can aim at pins you can you can aim at stuff but what i definitely want you to do is always err towards the wide side of the green let's say we have a pin tucked left even if with a wedge in our hands it's tucked on the very far left side of the green i could go directly at that pin or maybe i go two yards right of it and i allow myself some margin for error because if i go left i'm in trouble and we don't want to turn what's a potential birdie opportunity into a quick bogey by short-siding ourselves. Short-siding yourself is one of the very worst positions to be in. That means you've given yourself very little green to work with. Often an uphill chip. Yeah, it doesn't work very well. A couple, of fa- a couple foundational principles we've talked about here. One, advance the ball as far as possible as you can, without incurring a risk that you're not ex- is not acceptable for you. So you have to be okay with the risk if you're going to advance it that far. All right. We reference our 225 shot. If there's no trouble and you're confident, send it. But if there's trouble, it becomes a risk assessment. Is it really worth sending it if you might leave it in the water? Uh, Tin Cup. We remember Tin Cup. Uh, I just actually watched it the other day. Such a gold movie. If you've never watched Tin Cup, go watch it when you're done with this. Uh, Pure 90s cinematic gold with Kevin Costner and uh, Romeo Cheech. I think it's Gigi, the, the caddy. So good. Back to course management. Advance the golf ball as far as you comfortably can with accepting the amount of risk that's associated with it. Two, get that dang golf ball on the center of the green. Don't don't short side yourself. Get it on the green, okay? I've If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me say greens and regulation are number one when it comes to shooting lower golf scores. So if you can hit the middle of the green, be happy with that, move forward, Hit as many greens as you can. You will lower your golf scores, guaranteed, or your money back. I will literally send you a refund. Just send me, send me, send me your credit card, and I will send you a refund for what you paid for today's advice. No, for real though. Um, hit more greens. It is the best way to shoot lower golf scores. Okay, and you often you can do that by making better decisions, by working the golf ball or shaping the golf ball towards the hole, and also just aiming towards the wide part of the green. Okay. Get it on the green. And then to putt, move forward, scare the hole, maybe make some putts. That stuff adds up. A couple more greens per round might be the couple strokes that you needed to win that bet with your buddies. Think about that for a second. A couple strokes might be the thing that does it for you. Now, I'm a big advocate of working on your swing. I want cuz but to me that's the long game. You having a great golf swing, great contact, predictable curvature that's the long game for golf. That's the thing that we should constantly be evolving and sharpening because as that gets better, your scoring variance is just gonna shrink and get lower. Making better decisions, staying present, all that stuff helps and can help you tomorrow on the golf course if you make better decisions, hit more greens. You know That might be the couple of strokes that you needed to get over the edge to win that bet next time. Anyway, you guys, this is part of a two-part series, so I'm gonna cut it here. Come back next time. We're gonna talk, we're gonna dig a little deeper, get into some of the, I don't know if you wanna call it intermediate expert course management tips, but some of the stuff that's a little deeper down the rabbit hole, that is uh, maybe a little past the foundation. Anyway, leave this thing a review, share it with a friend, um, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, that stuff helps more than you know. If you dug it, let me know. If you thought I missed something, Let me know. I like hearing from you all. Send me an email, a message on socials anytime. I like hearing from you guys. I will catch you back here. Come back for um part two. We're gonna dig in, we're gonna do uh we're gonna do all that, all that high level stuff. He's crazy.